Brian. Welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast and a happy July 5th to you. Um, thank you for giving us a night off um, on the 4th and we got to all celebrate in our perspective ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so now we're coming at you on Monday, the July fifth. Uh, who cares what the date is? I don't. I, I may edit that out. Yeah. I don't know. It's dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, and they're just I. I can't wait to hang out with them even more, and when we get to the events <laughs> section. Um, we're going to be sick of each other by the end of the weekend. I don't know that that's possible. We've done a pretty good job of, of, of hanging uh, on to each other. You know? Yeah, I guess so. It's going to be fun. Bill, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Um, I think I'm going to do alone time at the shore. I'll hang out with you guys during the day, and then at night I think I'm going to do alone time. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, boo. I, I love that. <laughs> so, Bill, we, we did some arts, arts and crafts today. It, yep. It was got, a lot of fun. Got some uh, business cards made up. Yeah, I love it. That's that so have cool. our awesome QR codes, so you can just scan it and yeah. go directly to wherever you get your media. We got Linktree, YouTube, and, and we get swag, swag store. Yep. So if you want to look good in that Jeep Life podcast Absolutely. swag, it can be delivered to your door in five to seven business days. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I don't shattered, know what their actual time frame is. But Shadow Dream Design yeah. does a great job with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Alone Time over here, Don, how we doing, man? Yeah, good. How are you? I mean, I... It's just good to see your face. Yeah. You know, it, I'm fine with you going doing your alone time. <laughs> I just don't want to know what it is. Nah, it's, it's all good. You know, some reflecting and, yeah. and uh, yeah, watching the ocean. That's one of the reasons I'm going down Thursday, you know, early so I can I can get the, the Jeep where it needs to be. We can get the booth set up exactly where it needs I'm to just be. Just go sit on the and beach. And then I'm going to sit there on the beach yeah. and just watch the raves come in Yeah, and go out. And the screaming children. In, go out. I'm cool with the screaming children. <laughs> I'll boot them out to the water. Not a problem. Um, but it's so good to to have everybody here. But this week has been a great week for hearing from our audience. And um, we've gotten some reviews. And I, I get real excited when we get reviews. And we got three reviews from three different sources. And one was a, an email, one was a text message, and one was... Um, from our the podcast app and the podcast app means the most to me because it it's there for everybody to see and don what what do we got from our podcast app well uh this comes from new jeep life fan uh or no it's that's the title of it. it's west coast jeep and uh just started listening to these folks in the last couple of months and they are great they have really inspired me to get out there, and I'm even looking. I'm even looking into picking up a Project Wrangler to apply the great recommendations they have. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. So I would have to say that we are a large part of the Jeep economy. Like <laughs> the Dow Jones should base it on our shit. <laughs> I, I agree with that, dude. It's it's funny. Jeep stock will be down this week as Jeep Life podcast did not air. <laughs> they took yeah. a break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And we we definitely have have slid a couple purchases from you know full automobiles, yeah, oh, as absolutely. well as yeah, you know, yeah lots of yeah, projects. Yeah. Absolutely, so I would say that you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Hundred percent welcome to the club <laughs> and just empty every pocket. That's right, yeah. and and that's good to hear. Thank you. But those of you that haven't reviewed us, go and give us a review on on the podcast app, and that helps get us seen. But leave us a review. Or and comment on comment. one of our YouTube videos. Yeah. Comment on do it you know, all. anything. Do it all. 
All right. What about your text message? So I got a text message from a buddy of mine that I met last weekend. His name is Tom. And he said, hey, I started listening to the podcast. It's good stuff. The sound is great. Which, you know, that's a big thing to us because sound, we, we pride ourselves in the sound that we deliver to yeah. our You listeners. say we like you and I have something to do with no, this. We have no, <laughs> no. Hey, I had, I had oh, something this, to do yeah, with it you now. Did, yeah, you did. Yeah, well, a little bit. What we have going Terry now. makes us sound good in the yeah, back end. He's like auto tune this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of auto tune, did you get that transmission shift thing fixed? I think so. Did that re re do an entire size? That that certainly helped, and I I definitely want to yes. But it was shifting a little bit weird. I did a full um, transmission fluid change, and I'm at seventy three thousand miles. So just it, did it. Was we just due. did it though. Um, not the transmission. Yeah, we, we did. Did we? Last year, I think we did it when no. maybe yours wasn't it. Maybe no, I did somebody else. No, it else's. wasn't mine. No, it, it needed it. it. Was it, it black? It, did it yeah. smell like grandma's gravy it, turkey? It, it, it was, yeah, it was burnt gravy turkey. Ew. It okay. needed it. So, okay. it, and now, yeah, it shifts like butter. Good. It's it's good to have butter back. Good. Um, and I've got a a email that was sent in um, from Gary Michael. Um, at Wonder Beast JKU. Um, just wanted to tell you guys that I recently discovered your podcast and have made it a part of my daily routine, trying to listen to all of them. You guys are great, extremely knowledgeable, and make even complex things easy to understand. Hope to cross paths with you guys in the future and keep putting out great content. Man, that, that's awesome. And I actually think uh, Michael Gary Michael might be on listening live tonight, so I appreciate that. Um, man, that's... Um, it's good to hear that feedback and, and know that we're doing the right things. Um, Gypsy Ray's day sounds good here in Canada. So even going through the translate app so they can go from American English to Canadian English, um, it sounds pretty good there too. So that's good to hear. Hey, hey, <laughs> a boot, a boot. I never knew it. <laughs> no, never knew I had it. to go back and watch South Park. It's it's been great. You know, got the flappy head, flappy yeah, head yeah, yeah. guys. What yeah. Terrence and and Philip? Yeah, glad they you know put so much into the animation South yeah. Park. Yeah, that oh, good thing they got great. good good writers. <laughs> good writers, <laughs> I love it. So we we we've been running a contest, and um, Gear Wrench has been amazing enough to us to, to as a partner to help us um, get our contest rolling, and we have narrowed it down out of. All the submissions, we've narrowed it down to two. Mm-hmm. And one of them came in the form of an email. Yep. And the other came in the form of a video. Yep. And I'm going, we're, we already know, who, in the same way last time <laughs> in our last contest, we knew who was going to win as soon as, as, soon as, as we kind of yeah, put it absolutely. out there. Um, but I'm going to read the, vi- the, the email. And oh, and this oh, did you want to do it? I mean, I was going to. All right, Bill, I have you, brought it up. You brought it up. This is for our unless my phone dies halfway through this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rely back to you. All right, I'll, I'll I'll keep my finger where you have it placed. All right, but this is from listener Joe. So, guys, I was using my Craftsman half-inch torque wrench last weekend to go over all the molt, my bolts getting ready for a two-day off-roading trip. Sweet. I had mine set to 85 foot-pounds. When I went to go torque the first bolt, I heard a small pop. But the bolt touched good. Torqued good, sorry. (laughs) I moved on and torqued a few more and then had to adjust it to 125 foot-pound torque for 
some control arms. Well, my first bolt I torqued, I snapped, and the head off the handle. Needless to say, I was pissed, but I knew that Craftsman hand tools are guaranteed for life. I drove to the Lowe's in Whitehall and walked in with two pieces of wrench to the customer service. I was met there by a manager who looked at my wrench and said they don't do replacements since the Sears stores closed. Oh, right. He offered me a cobalt half-inch torque wrench, but I had to purchase it at full price since they did not have the Craftsman in stock. I left disgusted and upset about my Craftsman tools. Now I'm having, not having a warranty. I had a light bulb moment when I went to my local AutoZone and rented a torque wrench to finish the job returning it later the next day. Now I would love to be able to win the torque wrench, but also I need another good tool company that will stand behind the tools when they break. And it, well, first of all, if you'd stop using those skid plates all the time to get over <laughs> obstacles. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it sucks to break a tool in the middle of the job. It I think really we've, all done, we've, we've all done that, right? No. And then go somewhere and, and not be it back You know up? what pisses me off? When I use my impact gun as a hammer and it breaks. <laughs> that is bullshit and shouldn't happen. <laughs> You're right. That should not happen. Uh, um, but then they didn't try to help them out. It seems like... Yeah. Not even like a discount. Like, oh, right. here's uh, you know, 10% 20, off 20% or 20% or, off. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you can purchase this at full price. <laughs> there was no help there. Here's the slide but I bet, you, I bet you our friend's like, your wrench wouldn't do that. Oh, no, no they, not they at all. They would not. They and would warranty that. They would stand behind yep, that. Yep. yep. Um, so, Joe, man, I appreciate that. That was, uh, yeah, it's, it, uh, that story, I mean, uh, it's done. It's over with. It's in the past. Yeah. And, you know, things worked out for you. But it, that kind of sucks. It does suck. It does suck. Yeah. All right. So, um, now I have a video. I'm going to try and see what happens with this. You know, I, you know, guys, I'm not very good at this technical stuff, so we'll see if it actually works. Hello, Jeep Life Podcast and Gear Ranch. I'm doing a lot of work to my Jeep. Put a three and a half inch metal cloak lift on it, some fuel wheels, 35 inch BFG KM3s. But while doing all this work, I broke my hand. Well, I had to have a screw put in my right hand. So, with torquing everything down that need to make sure that the torque to the screw in my hand is correct and at the right foot pounds of torque so i need the digital torque wrench to help make sure the screw is tight in my hand because if it's not tight it looks like this picture which is almost a 45 degree bend of the screw so jeep life podcast and gear wrench select me for getting the electronic torque wrench. Oh my. Now I've got to try to figure out how to get out of this. That didn't work. Um, yeah, now I don't know how to get back out of, out of this. So I'm going to go to this screen and we're back. Uh, so that was from our listener, Troy, down in Tennessee. Broke his hand. That stinks. And then bent the screw in his hand. And if it had been torqued right, using a, a torque wrench. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't happen. <laughs> wouldn't happen. But I'm telling you right now, if that shit happened to me, I would take some adult painkillers and let Billy straighten that fucker right out. <laughs> no way I'd I go would. back no, to the no. hospital. I wouldn't. No. Oh, my God. So 
Detroit for all your pain and suffering. Ouchie. Seriously. I, are we in agreement that... Listen, it's like that Budweiser commercial. This torque wrench is for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, Ed, without a question, that's that's Troy's torque wrench, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He won that. Yeah. Definitely won. So that's pretty awesome. Thanks for sending in all those, um, those submissions. That's awesome. And, you know, tell your friends, tell your neighbors about Gear Wrench. Tell your neighbors. I love their friends. products, I'm going to be honest. Like, it, they... They're good quality. Yeah. They feel good in your hands. They're not junky. You can tell when like the ratchets are, you know, clicking that they have good teeth engagement. Yep. Um, their torque wrench, they have good, you know, grips on their handles, everything like that. So well, it, it, it's great quality products. So Saturday. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. And you've worked with the tools a lot. Mm-hmm. So one of the big things with tools is is hand fatigue. Did you notice that when you're using this stuff for a while? Mm-mm. It's good stuff. Yeah, I actually um, switched my my power tank mount on Saturday. Yeah. So I moved it from underneath back on top because I wanted to be seen at the show. Mm-hmm. And so I used the the two yeah. handles that that they sent um, from Gear Wrench. And man, let me tell you, it is like it's the right knife for that buttery velvet cake. Yeah. It, it's it's so awesome. Just when you have a good tool in your hand. And those, the fine teeth on that, yep. so the movement is just very nice. And then, you know, the on-off switch to, to change direction. Yeah, I think it's recessed in all their ratchets, yep. so it doesn't get snagged yeah. on, on stuff. It's just quality. It just yeah. feels good. So our yeah. thanks to Gear Wrench for this contest yeah. and for those tools that they've sent us Absolutely. Um, to play around. And from experience, I can tell you, they're quality stuff. Yep. Um, whew. All right. Contest season is over. Woo! Travel season is beginning. I know. Where are we going, Bill? Where are we going? We are going to the New Jersey Jeep Invasion. This weekend, from Friday to Sunday, we will be there all weekend, hanging out on the beach, playing episodes, recording episodes, bringing you great, awesome content all weekend long. Lots of lives, lots of recording. Lots of vendor. Video, all kinds of stuff. So... Absolutely. And then we got two weeks after that, PA Allbridge Jeep Show out in Carlisle, 24th and 25th of July. And that is going to be an awesome event as well, getting out, seeing the show and shine, talking to vendors. They have an awesome obstacle course that I think they're putting up out there. Yep. And then next Friday, actually, the JEEP Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania is at the drive-in at Shankweiler's Drive-In on July 16th. And that is an event that's going to be sponsoring uh, Valor, which is a awesome organization that helps veterans returning to daily lives in when they come back from serving overseas and that kind of thing. Yeah. So awesome organization and if you have a chance go out and check out the drive-in movie theaters with the jeep enthusiasts of eastern pennsylvania love it and then drum roll please the great smoky mountain jeep invasion which we will be at uh as we kind of decided we did (laughs) like 15 minutes ago yeah (laughs) so we're like the we're like the month ahead don's the week ahead so Week prior, yeah. Week prior. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe even the (laughs) night before. (laughs) Who knows? 
and that is August 26th to the 28th. And then also, we have the 2021 Prom Ride at AOAA, hosted by the Girls Play at AOAA and EJA, and that's on August 28th. And if you're looking for more information on that event, just search it on Facebook, and you'll be able to find out everything you need to know about that event and where it's located. Yeah, we won't be at that event because we'll be in down in Tennessee, Tennessee. but... Um, you know, the good people that put that on, and it's, it's for a good cause. So Absolutely. support them. That'd be awesome. Um, but at those events, PA All Breeds, um, New Jersey Jeep Invasion, and Great Smoky Mountain, you want to come see us. Yeah, you we're going to be recording live. Us. Yeah. You might get on a show. Maybe. You, Who knows? And definitely going to get, you know. If you got some crazy or, wild build or something going on, let us know. Let us Let's know. Show we'll show it walk, to us. We'll walk in to find it. Yeah. Right? We'll find you. Um, so that'll be fun. And we look forward to seeing you there. Make sure to come hang out with us. We love it. Um, yep. We love meeting you. We'll love meeting you more when you're there. Are you bringing your drone? I am. Cool. Definitely. Yep. That thing will be flying high. And not low. too high. No, not too high. Not too high. <laughs> no. Um, Don, you had a um, an interesting thing happen this week, right? You, yeah. Yep, it took my father-in-law out to yeah. buy another Wrangler. So he's always had Jeeps. Um, <coughs> and Like, how long has he always had Jeeps? Oh, man, on and off for 20 years. Okay. 25 years. So not years. like ancient, but... Well, so he comes from a Jeep family. Um, believe it or not, his great-grandparents owned a Kaiser Willys dealer in the oh, Lehigh wow. Valley. And so he's been around them all his life. Yeah. Now, um, you know, I actually we we built him a Jeep. We built all his Jeeps at the school. Um, but hurt his back a couple of years ago, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a lifted two door JK that was on thirty sevens, Stinger right. Bumper, yeah. um, three inch BDS, flat fenders, whole nine yards, and um he couldn't get in it anymore. Mm. So he bought a Ford Ranger that lasted a year. (laughs) (laughs) So he was, he was just not enjoying driving it. So we, we, I've been working with Bergies, uh, the whole, the whole Bergies franchise, the whole, Mm -hmm. all their dealers, they got a GMC Buick dealer. They've got a Ford dealer. They've got a, uh, Jeep Chrysler Jeep dealer. And I've been working with them with the school and they're great people. They are incredibly supportive. I call there. I need something. I have an answer back. Okay. Yeah. So, um, he asked me, you know, where, where would be a good place to go? And I called him and they set me up with a gentleman by the name, Jim Brown, Fergie's Chrysler and Soderton. Hmm, okay. We go down there and first of all, the, the salesman, I mean, you can't get a, a better guy. Um, certainly not a stick in the mud, um, but not a bullshitter either. You, right. you know, you don't get that used car sales mentality. Oh, that's important. Yep. It's just very direct, very cool to hang out with, uh, hmm. fun to talk to. Um, the, the buying process, every dealer should adopt this buying process, the negotiating part of it. And that's what I hate the most. I hate yeah. playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went in there, they threw a pretty fair figure. We countered, um, and they accepted and it was a done deal. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, um, you know, it was a very good deal. They still made money. They've got right. to make money to keep the lights on. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, but, but, you know, they gave us a thousand over what we wanted for the trade, knocked a thousand off the Jeep. Um, you know, and then to boot, I mean, it was a spot delivery. So I called them that morning and said, I'm coming out. This salesman came in on his day off to, to go ahead and work with us. So, Hmm, um, you know, 
the level of service was top notch. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, it's. Um, I just can't say enough good things. Um, you know, I, I, the Jeep itself was a 2021 uh, JL two door. Okay. Uh, Willys with technology package. Oh, nice. Learned a lot of interesting things about uh, this. This gentleman Jim is very knowledgeable about you know how to order them and and spec them, and so I learned a lot of interesting things. But as a technology package, because it has a Willys. Um, it's got the rock rails on it. LED lighting is part of the technology package. It has oh. a seven inch, um, Uconnect in it, automatic, the new four cylinder turbo, which is a phenomenal engine to drive. Yeah. Um, and it has a limited slip. It was spec'd with a limited slip and, and that stingray gray with, you know, black hard yeah. oh, top. Yeah. yeah. It looks sharp. Just the, oh my God, the black, the black wheelies wheels and the Firestone, yeah. uh, mud tires on it. Uh, you know, just a right. great Jeep. And it was, a, the deal was, was from the time we walked in there to the time we walked out two hours. Oh, wow. and that was with us going to lunch. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's, yeah. That was so the I time would... that they cleaned it. <laughs> right. It really exactly. was. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he, he had, we got there, it was sitting out front, ready to go. We went for a five minute test drive. He drove it, came back. We, yeah. they called their Ford dealer. This is the beauty about working with a bigger dealer like that. They called their Ford dealer to see what the, the Ranger that he was tra- trading in was yeah. worth, what they would give him. They, we negotiated a little bit, took five minutes literally, and then it yeah. was paperwork and out the door. Wow. That's you know, great. And we, we went to lunch for a little bit while they detailed and, it. Yeah. For, well, trucks in general right now are getting, bringing very good. Everything is. Yeah, I mean, everything. everything. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 If the Honda wasn't hung up in the lift with no tires right now, <laughs> it'd be up for sale. <laughs> right. Um, um, so, so the, the Willis really comes in like two flavors. There's what would be the advanced sport. So the, the S it's Willie's S and Willie's yeah. Willis. Willis and, would be the right way to say and it. And the other is kind of a Rubicon light. Right. 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 And so that you, you go one step down from the Rubicon. Right. Right. Or one step up right. from the sport. And his is one step down from the Rubicon. Because it has the limited slip. And, right. And, and, the, the, and the rock rails. Right. and Well, the gearing's is the 345, so it doesn't have the... They don't do that in the Willis and the JLs. Right. They keep it at 345. Okay. Well, which right. isn't a problem with that eight-speed automatic transmission. Uh, no. It's Not super low first gear. And with it being the 2.0, that is yeah. zippy as it is. <laughs> really is, and it's quiet. And, uh, you know, I just, it, it, it's such a cool Jeep. I mean, and, and it was such a great experience. I, I highly, highly recommend and would put my name to that dealer and that salesman. Oh, okay. Um, for anybody out there looking for a new vehicle. I like it. I, you know, it, 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 you know, we, I, I like that we've kind of highlighted a couple local dealerships yeah. on mm-hmm. the, on the show because dealerships can have a bad Rap. Oh, and I've experienced and some of them. It. Deserve yeah. it, right? Yep, right. Absolutely. But I this also, is not one. I want to celebrate those those good times and, yes. and those good experiences. Yep. It's it's not every day you get those, but the dealerships that do that, it's pretty much. And, and you know that's what, what they do. But what I get tired of is when I go into the dealer and sales and it's like, yeah, you want another Jeep? Like, there's no enthusiasm. This guy, we were we totally had Mopar ADD. <laughs> we were like, what's that? And he's like, the TRX. I'm like, what's in it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? He's like a Charger RT. What's in it? Can we take it for a ride? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I like the tires up on everything in here. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and he's like, oh yeah, this is cool. And you know, so, I mean, he knew everything and I learned a lot about, you know, how, how you spec out new Jeeps. Like you think you can just pick and choose and you really can't anymore. Yeah. One of the interesting things I learned is that there's a huge credit 
on the four cylinder. So yep. the base yep. engine is the three six, but they're pushing the shit out of. There's a nine hundred dollar credit on the four cylinder because uh, it gets better EPA. It's right, better right. for the cafe the laws. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Um, so. Maybe we'll do a show. Well, I, on, I told them it costs more to put, put the three six in it. Does it really? I spec'd one out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Jeff with the credit. Berger. With the credit. It's so it's for the two liter. It's zero dollars. Like so, this is basically we went into the builder system. Yeah, yeah. But right, but if you but like, you got to add, so it's not so cheaper it's you, if you do a manual on three six. Right. But if you do an automatic, automatic. it's and cheaper than the three six. Right. So maybe we'll do a, an episode on. Yeah, on I got and you builders. know I've got students there and they love it in the yeah. service end. You know, it's it's a um, they're very nurturing yeah. um, and it's just a great place. It really. Well, is. congratulations cool. to him and thanks for helping him out with that. But I think it's cool that you um, that he chose the Willis. Yeah. Um, Plus Wheeler. his name is Will. So that was, was real, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah. that works really well. Um, all you need is an apostrophe in in the middle of that somewhere. Right. Right. Um, but it was. It also kind of harkens me back. You you sent me the topic for this week, yeah, mm-hmm. and I was so excited about this, yeah. and and then to tie into the Willis Wheeler, because um, I did some research right. on this myself, right? Um, I didn't. Well, see, <laughs> this is why I'm the host. I was doing arts and crafts. <laughs> doing arts, and crafts. <laughs> arts and crafts Monday. So what I discovered was the history books and the paintings get it all wrong. They kind of do. They they get it all wrong. Yeah. So in the Revolutionary War, I mean, the Jeep is all about freedom. And Absolutely, it is that freedom. Well, and that's why I chose the topic. It was right. it was kind of hindsight. Well, not hindsight, <laughs> but it was it was after the fact of buying this Willis, but also the fact that we just celebrated it's Independence timely, Day. Timely. Yeah. So back in the Revolutionary War, when George Washington crossed the Delaware, which was right down the you know right down the road from here, it's not very far. Not at all. And no. when he when he crossed over. You know his JK with his with his snorkel, snorkel coming blah, out. Blah, 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 they were blah, able blah, to blah, cross blah, over without the kept Hessians going back knowing. and getting others. And, yeah, because yeah, you can only carry like three or four at a time. But <laughs> right. it, he didn't care. He was no. happy going back and forth. Driving he was business. on. Wipers were going. <laughs> That's right. So and it was good that you kind of brought that up because I got to go and research the um the history of the, of right, the JK. Right. I didn't realize it went back quite that far, and how lucky George Washington was to get to drive that across. It was one of the first ones. It was one, one of the first, first JKs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was that same uh, same color, that, yeah. that stingray. Stingray gray, yeah. but it was actually enamel back then. It was. actually it wasn't even. It was made out of some flower they found on the ground up. All right. I, see, nobody can ever take us serious anymore. <laughs> but it, we're, we're going to go into some of that history. We are. And and you did some awesome research on that, and you shared that with all of us. Um, I'm going to have to pull it up, so I want you to get us started. All right, so 1940, and this is where, the, in the very beginning, it's really interested and very con- convoluted. So I, I did some deep research and really came up with no answers. But basically, <laughs> the, the, the military wanted a vehicle to replace motorcycles as, yes. you know, as a... Lightweight. As a, yeah, yep. right. Re- lightweight reconnaissance vehicle. Yep. Um, and they put a spec out there, uh, like one of the specs was it had to weigh 2,160 pounds. Um, Bantam answered that with what they call the quad. But what I found, and, and I can't prove it, but I found on several forums, people said the, the um, contract was pulled from Bantam because the government felt that Bantam wasn't a big enough company to produce the numbers they, were, you know, they needed. And sure. it was given to Willie's. So in 1940, Willys completed the first Jeep called the Quad, which ironically looked just like the Bantam. Just I mean, like it the, is... It sounds like somebody did some uh, 
yeah. research, reconnaissance. Some, some reverse engineering yeah. and just putting it back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a quarter-ton vehicle designed, again, for light recon, um, and it was delivered to the military on Veterans Day 1940. Oh, interesting. In 41, the Willys MA was built. It weighed 2,540 pounds, 400 pounds, I'm sorry, it should be 2,640, 400 pounds over the initial specification. Um, and it's funny, as I was reading, they did everything to try. So they trimmed the length of bolts, they thinned up metal, like literally ground off the inside of panels and, yep. you know, um, pulled all kinds of stuff, um, you know, to get it, to get it underweight and still couldn't. It, it pretty much remained at that 2,500 pound or 2,600 pound mark. And then finally, um, 1941 and 1945, the MB was, it was, it, that was it. Like they just put it into production. Um, had a revised handbrake, one piece wheels, similar upgrades. Um, 16,000 were made. Um, they used them and they not only used them for, for military, you know, escorting, but they, they started using them for long run, long range desert patrol. Um, snow plowing, which is interesting because the one that I have at the school originally came with a plow and I sold it cause it was, it would have cost me more money than we had at the school to <laughs> right, fix right, it. Right, right, Not the, not the Willis, but the, the, the plow setup. but they were right. used for plowing, um, you know, laying cable, firefighting, uh, field ambulances, tractors, anything. Um, in 1945, Jeep rolled out the first CJ. So another interesting fact, CJ stands for civilian Jeep, but you really won't find it written anywhere. No. Um, But I found on several forums and and heard from, you know, several history buffs, that's what the the CJ stands for, civilian Jeep. Um, It was, originally they designed that and they looked at a market for agriculture. So... Used as um, a tractor, used it mm-hmm. to yeah. Oh, holes, so you could get all kinds of you yeah, could get attachments. pillars, attachments. Yeah. You could. Who was I with? It had a planetary outdrive on it too. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yep. it had a PTO. Yeah. Um. You. It came with like um hold. You know what's a post post hold drillers. Yeah, um. You know water tanks. So they put dually a dual rear axle on them, two wheels on them. Yep. And they would put tanks on them. So you know they they really marketed it towards the. Um, the, the agricultural community. use. Interesting fact: George Bush owns a ranch in Texas and used CJ eights to farm. Oh, That's he? all he. Yeah, he didn't have farm tractors or anything else. I mean, to do all the horse stuff, everything they use CJ eights. Right. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, nineteen forty nine, the CJ three A was introduced. Um, and a lot of people believe that to be the father of the recreational vehicle. Refinements included a better drive line, one-piece windshield, bottom-mounted wipers, and the name Jeep became a registered trademark in the Willys. So where did you guys, and there are so many stories and nothing verified. Yeah. What have you heard? Where does the name Jeep come from? Have you so ever heard? General Purpose or GP. Right. Jeep um, kind of came, came out. I had heard a lot more Ford in some of this right. as well, right? Um, especially early on, because Ford had the ability to to churn out a lot of um, the vehicles 
in in during wartime because they were already doing they had already changed their their plants over right. to um, airplane and ship manufacturing right, right, right. and were able to turn out some of the some of the jeeps but right. I know Willis had the majority the majority of the contracts right. so Ford filled the they filled the the part that Willis Overling couldn't right right. So oh, um, there's another one. So there was a cartoon, and, and, it, and oh, yeah. it, the one what was the I name of the cartoon? I can't it was, remember. It was Popeye. Was it Popeye? Yeah. And there was a there was a vehicle beep, beep, on jeep, there, jeep. exactly that resembled the Jeep, and it it was beep beep Jeep Jeep, and that was they called it Jeep, and so that was the other one. Yep. Um, That's what I've heard. So um, we get into the 1950s. So also, uh, there's some. There's some fancy things in that 1945 CJ2A range. There's a CJ2A lefty. Yes. That had the tire on the left-hand side. Yep. That they discontinued because it was an obstruction of view. Um, there's an, and there's a couple other different weird versions in those CJ2, CJ3A. Well, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the CJ3 is where it really got crazy. Like mm-hmm. there was so many, like the military would spec them with snorkels, some without yeah. snorkels. Like mine has a cut for Defender, but didn't have the snorkel on it. It had a regular air cleaner. Yeah. Um, they used different, them to like tow gliders. And yes. Yep. Yep. They were. All kinds of different. Yeah. Shit. They were, they were so, so utilitarian and can be used for so many different things. And, and I think that's why the issue, there really was nothing else like it. Right. At the time. Um, until Toyota built something. Um, in 1950, uh, the Jeep MC was put into production. Um, essentially it was a combat ready version of CJ three, a, the M 38 or Willis model MC was a first post WW two military Jeep. Um, changes included, they strengthen the frame, um, and again, it could be completely submerged. So interesting fact was they sealed off the ignition system. The wires they encased in copper tubing and they screwed to the top of the distributor. Yeah. And then to the over top of the spark plug. So it wouldn't leak. There would be no say, water. So it was could, sealed in air. They could forge some more water. Right. Go deeper. They had the yep. first snorkels on them. They went up, they came out of a notch cut in the hood. Yep. And one up the A pillar, and there was actually a lever you would pull inside to close off the other in- intake on it. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, they did some pretty interesting, pretty innovative things on it. Hmm. Um, they up, they went to a 24 volt ignition system again to help with the, the more voltage, the more push we have, the less we right. got to worry about it arcing. Um, and oh, and they raised the all the vent systems on it too. So the transfer case, the differentials, the um, all that stuff was raised up real high so that you could forge water and not have to worry about it getting in. So basically, it was a sealed off drivetrain engine ignition system, you know, and it would run under you know, four foot of water or whatever, right, right. you know, um, right. pretty pretty wild. 1952, the MD was put into production. It was the M38A1, also known as the MD. The design later would be a foundation for the classic CJ5. Which everybody knows. Everybody right. knows. Right. So, um, and that was the one that got the, that was the first where we got away from like the, the flat heads and stuff like that. And we got into the hurricane, the 134 cubic inch hurricane engine yep, right. that everybody talks about. 
1954, Kaiser acquired just the Jeep brand. So Willis didn't go out of company, or Willis, 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 they didn't buy the whole Willis company, Willis right. Overland. They just bought the Jeep portion of it. Yep. Um, and then in 55, the CJ5 was introduced. And so it was made a little more comfortable, a little more versatile, a um, little more off-road capable, a little bit larger than a CJ3B. Um, it, it had an increased wheelbase and overall length, um, improvements to the engines, axles, whole nine line, whole nine yards. Uh, it did get the Dauntless V6 in the beginning, which was, I believe, an Oldsmobile engine. It was 155 horsepower and 225 foot-pounds of torque. And if you think about wow. that number back then, it was pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. by today's standards, eh. But, you know, we're not running that much more torque yeah. now in a similar size engine. So it was, it was pretty impressive. Um, and then by 1973, they were offered with the 304 and 360 V8, which right. really wasn't that much more power <laughs> yeah. than the... Than the Dauntless V6. Um, and there's a lot of guys that ran those Dauntless V6s and race Jeeps and stuff for a long, long uh, time. Mm-hmm. So, um, in 1955, the CJ6 was built. And basically, it was the precursor to CJ8. It was a longer wheelbase. Yep. Um, it was a longer wheelbase Jeep, basically, than the, than the CJ5. I threw in here in 1957, and we'll cut it off like in the in the, we'll cut it off when Chrysler acquired them. Yeah. Right. What do you think? Sounds good. Um, Jeep FC. I focused this. I didn't do Wagoneer because so God, cool. this is my favorite Jeep ever. Yeah, I focused it on Wranglers, but I had to mention the FC. So is the FC is that the forward cab? Forward cab Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Forward, forward control, control is what control. it actually yeah. stands yeah. for. If I could get my hands on one and had the time to rebuild it, oh. They're so cool. Yeah, Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. So, um, 59, the DJ Jeep, it was introduced, which is the Dispatcher Jeep. I'm sure you all have seen pictures. It is the one with, like, the awning. It's a what? It's a male Jeep. Well, so it became a male Jeep later, but in the beginning it was made for resorts. It had like the awning on it with the with the fringes hanging down, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they were painted in tropical colors, uh, and they were just yeah. made to run people around on resorts. And then later it was turned into a male Jeep. All right. Um, My buddy has one of a DJ. Yeah. They're, well, they they were only in rear wheel drive though. Yeah, it's rear wheel drive. I guess you can convert it. Right hand. Yeah, right hand drive. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, 1959, let's see, now we did that. 1970, AMC bought the Jeep, bought Jeep. Um, in 1980, they introduced, so they started with the Laredo package, and it was one of the first nice packages of the Jeep, so it had chrome. Mm-hmm. That's when the chrome cowboys started. <sighs> yeah. Goes so, way back. 76, the CJ7 was introduced. Um, the CJ7 had a slightly longer wheelbase than the 5. Um, and it was really solely to allow for the automatic transmissions that they were using. Mm. Um, but really, the, when they that body style for me, kind of visually in, in my mind... Is what I when you say Jeep to me, that's mm-hmm. the first thing. The CJ Seven, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. first thing that pops into my head. Well, it, even you know, with owning a JK, yeah. you know, that's no, the thing it's that, it's the iconic Jeep. It, the CJ Five really and the CJ Seven mm-hmm. was the iconic Jeep. It, it really was. I mean, and you could start to see those lines change. I didn't mention it, but the the 
MB3, you could start to see the lines change. That's when they got yeah. the rounded fenders. They went away from the flat fenders. And, right. They know. were actually constructed automobiles rather than, you know, just a metal plate for, right. the, for the front end. Right. They were right. actually, there were parts that were actually generated right. for it. Right, right. Yep. Um, so, you know, with the CJ7, um, you know, there were some pretty neat innovations. Um, uh, they used a turbo 400 automatic transmission and it was one of the first quadra drive systems. Oh, yeah. So it was an all wheel drive, basically had a planetary in the box, mm-hmm. uh, in the transfer case. And, um, they used 304s in them and it was a pretty innovative four wheel drive system at the time. Um, you know, um, so this is really, I ran across this, this is really interesting. In 1978, Mark Smith, who is widely known as a father of modern four-wheeling, took, took a group of 13 modern explorers from Tierra del Fuego, Chile, to Purdue Bay in Alaska in their Jeep, CJ7 4x4s. 21,000-mile trip. Took Let's 100, do it. Yeah, it took 122 days to complete. Included a remarkable crossing through the Darien Gap a stretch of hostile jungle that had only once before been crossed by the British military in 100 days with the loss of eight men. Smith and his men crossed Darien Gap in 30 days and only lost one. No, oh, okay. Not, a, not bad. One no, person? Lost no, no one, it says. No, I, it should have been one, I think. And no one. No, it is it no, one. No, no one. one. no one. You're it says right. no one. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I lost no one. Lost no I, one. That's I, even yeah, better. Even, even if one just falls off the back and yeah. we never hear yeah. from them again, who yep. cares? Yep. Just keep on going. So, um, if that's correct, because I don't know. No. I was typing wise. It's, it's on the internet. screen. I was like, <laughs> It's on the internet. So anyway, um, and we'll cut it off at that point. Chrysler ended up buying them. Um, well, you know, we'll, 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 Chrysler bought them in 1987, and we'll put a shout out for, ooh, we won't, never mind. We'll cut it off here. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, but, but, but that is the iconic, everything we just kind of talked about is what I consider to be goes, the iconic. Chrysler bought it, YJ, TJ, LJ, JK, JKU. Yeah, because we still JL. see those vehicles on yeah, the road. You see them all on the a time. regular basis. I mean, you know the differences: square headlights, circle headlights. You know, yeah, cool, not cool, right? Whatever. But it, it we're I, all I think accepting the iconic that the the history of where Jeep came from. Right. I I think it all means something to each of us. You know. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and there's, I, I think I just read a poll yesterday that Jeep is the most. Yes, I heard to that. Freedom as, as far as as far as automotive other, goes, yeah, pa- most patriotic vehicle out of yeah. all, all. And then the, the Toyota FJ was second. I don't know. I've seen a, a tube chassis Corvette that's cause you know screaming bald eagles, and that's America. Oh, Cle- Cletus <laughs> McFarlane. <laughs> that is the most. That is the most freedom vehicle. Yeah, in the world. I'd say Cletus has a. Yeah, He's well. got a freedom issue. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, for me, you know, my grandfather fought in World War II and, yeah, and yeah. he was pulled off the beach. He took a shell. He was a, a logistics guy in a tank, yeah. um, navigator. Took a shell through the tank, went through the armor and blew his hip apart and I pulled Oof. him off the beach. And, yeah. and, you know, I think a lot about him when I think about Jeeps and stuff like that. And the, the sacrifice him and so many other people have given for oh, us sure. to have our freedoms and be able to do things, you know, that, that very few other countries can, you yep. know? So, and I think it's just, the Jeep is a great, um, it's just a great symbol of that. You know, it's been yeah. around forever. Yeah. Just, 
Well, mm. you know, and, and you know, if, even we've kind of talked about this before. If if you take the the patriotic part out of it, which it's hard to to remove that, right? But if you do, and the, I don't think there's another vehicle that kind of gives you that sense of freedom, that sense of um, yeah, that's the other part of it, yeah. That <clears throat> that the Jeep does, and I think yeah. it 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 kind of all goes together, yeah. You know, I, I'm. I I know for a fact based on the stories that I've read that the the soldiers in World War II in Korea they loved their Jeep. That was right. and you know even if something was wrong with it they knew what was wrong with it. Something's and, always and, wrong with it. Right. But <laughs> but they but they still loved it Not even though it was some you yeah. know a government piece yeah. of issued equipment. Oh yeah, they well there's stories it. of people taking them home, yeah. you know, and yeah. buying ones after they got home. So you yeah. know guys would say, "Oh man, I missed my Jeep. I want another one." And they would buy another one. So the Jeep sign, um, I don't. Did we talk about this where it came from originally? We, we kind of did. Now, if, if I would love to, for us to revisit that at some point, you know, have have another topic to to bring back. Okay. Um, because we the Jeep wave is important to us, and I would mm-hmm. love for us to. It, it kind of ties into all this, but it, let's save it for um, one of our we other topics. And, yeah. Um, I maybe that could be a question this weekend. Maybe it can be. Yeah, where did it come from? Where did Jeep come from? Yeah. Jeep wave, right? No, okay. just Jeep. Where did Jeep come from? And like, we can just record it. Okay. Oh, yeah. People's answers. We, we could do Jeep and we could do the wave. Yeah. We could do both of those. I don't know yeah. the origination of the wave. So. I like it. Yeah, I do too. So we'll, we'll write that down because we'll, we'll forget. Because, we'll forget that. That's, um, that's gold right there, man. That, gold. That is gold. <laughs> um, but if you have a, a, a story um, that you want to share, um, about the history of Jeep. Maybe you've heard from a family member or it's mm-hmm. been passed down. Yeah. Um, email it to us at info at jeeplifepodcast.com and maybe we'll um, talk about it on the air. Maybe that would be a good thing. July to, could be Jeep History Month. We could talk about trails. <laughs> oh, that would be, be cool. July, that would be cool. Jeep History Month. I like it. We coined it here. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, since we coined it here, where can people find us here? Well, first, I want everybody to head over to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast, and you're going to get hooked up with all of our necessary sites for our swag store, our website, Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Pan- uh, yeah, our voice call listener, yeah. or a voice, bleh, voicemail, blah, words, uh, words voicemail. <laughs> Uh, and also I want you guys to head over to our YouTube channel and that is just search Jeep life podcast on YouTube. And that is going to get you up to date with all of our latest videos and make sure you hit that like and subscribe button because it definitely gives us a good boost and it helps us out, you know, makes us feel special. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, Don, thanks for that history lesson. I, I know that our listeners were digging it as we were, as we were doing live and I, I mean, too. I just I take so walk. I'm going to answer one comment oh, here. John Walner's, my volume's lower than everybody yeah. else's. Terry does that on purpose. <laughs> that's why I put you behind. Yeah, that's the right. The cheapest behind us, yep, too. Yep. Um, but, you know. That's what we were laughing about. I was pushing <laughs> buttons over here earlier. That's probably actually why it was that, lower that, than that, that might be. That might be. <laughs> um, so, you know, come check us out when we're at our events. Um, for grab a, Bill. Grab a card. Don, myself. Um You know, thanks everybody for hanging out with us, and here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night.